Coming back at you with another episode of Q. Thank you so much for tuning in today and listening to the Goonie Tunes. My name is Luai. I'm Ju. Oh, shit. My bad. I'm uh, Shaky Who are G's. You? I'm Shaky <laughs> G's. I, I, okay, I'm sorry. I used to be Juicy G. That was my, that was my former stage main. We're Shaky G's. We've upgraded. That's my bad. It's tough. It's tough to keep. Sick. We we did what 14, 13 episodes as Juicy G. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like reflex. Yeah. Bro. All right. Well, yeah. And by the way, uh, they call me Appeal because my flow is bananas. AKA Blake Banana Baker. Yeah. We are so thankful um, that you guys are tuning into another episode. It's very nice um, that you can even you know kind of listen in when when Blake's out in Indiana. Grant's down in uh, Cincinnati right now, and I'm out in Chicago, but we're still able to kind of get together and, and brain dump a little bit. So Beautiful. thanks for hopping in, um, and we're going to talk to you about a bunch of shit that you may not even care about at all. The first thing is that recently, boys, I was <laughs> trying to find a new rug for my room because I spilled like some spaghetti sauce on my current rug, which <laughs> don't do. But what I learned is that rugs are fucking expensive. Yeah. Like, I, I was just trying to find like, a small like five by seven rug for my room. And I wanted just a black one with some lines on it or something like Target, $369. Walmart, $410. Dude, you might as well just get the carpet steam cleaned at that price. Yeah. Man. Like, get that shit actually out of there. <laughs> or just, I, I'm going to go raw dogging the carpet from now on. Like, it, it's just <laughs> it's just straight foot to wood floor at yeah. this point. And, and honestly, it's been that way for so many other things. Like, I never realized how expensive candles were. Yeah. You want one oh, candle? Yeah. Dude, candles are pivotal. Bro. Candles are pivotal. If you get a good one, if you get that Walmart shit, like that doesn't even doesn't even smell that good. But like, <laughs> good good candles are pretty pivotal. But that, they're, dude, that's they're what happened to me. <laughs> that's what I'm dude, saying. I I lived with a group of girls last summer, and that was I think the main takeaway from that experience was wow, I need candles for my house. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You ever because that shit smelled delicious. Yeah, it's perfect. It does, and they name like I don't know. They kind of name them like uh, Crayola crowns and stuff. It c- crowns. Oh, wow, that's oh, a whole other conversation. Crayon. For a wintry breeze. Yeah, like <laughs> Snickerdoodle. You want to eat, but don't because it's wax. Like <laughs> random ass shit like that. <laughs> but they they want they want to pull the bank on all of these adulting things. Have you guys ran like even Tide Pods? All of a sudden, <laughs> you want to wash your clothes with any type of smell goody good good, eighty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Anything to be an adult is so expensive nowadays. Dude, I feel like where I'm slacking is in, like, my decor for my yeah. room. Yeah. Because I still have, like, posters of, like, fucking uh, Chance the Rapper, Mac Miller. I've got Michael Jordan up here. Like, this is, like, pretty much just my college room in a <laughs> nice apartment. And I'm going, like, and visiting people and, like, meeting new people here. And, like, bro, plants. Plants mm. as decor. Uh is like a big like all right that's like an adult thing like it, i feel like that's something you move into as you uh get up there a little bit in the years they're they're kind of an investment they look great they look great but they're kind of an investment in terms of like you know a nice size plan is fifty dollars and then you got to make sure you water that shit yeah, or else it's just gonna take care of it it's like a little kid, bro. It's not like kid a little kid. Doing it is not like just wants some water is, every couple weeks. We're being mad dramatic right now, yeah, but it is. Yeah. You <laughs> plants are kids. Dude, that, <laughs> plants it's are honestly, kids. A, it's a it's a better kid, bro. That thing helps purify the air. What does a kid do for you? None of that shit. Dude. No. Plants do look really nice, though. Plants do look nice. I think the first thing that really like, I was like, damn, this part of adulting is like, was laundry. I think doing my laundry was mm-hmm. like, fuck, now I have to decide, like, oh, my God, do I really want to wash this? Can I wear this again? And, like, am I really going to skirt this? <laughs> and I don't know. In what, under what context do I really need to wash this? Like, <laughs> especially during, like, quarantine. You know, during, like, if, if that level was shit. at quarantine, I would have, like, because I wear the same shirt legit for, like, the whole work week. Like, I just, because I sleep in it and I just, like, wake up in it and then I wear it for a while. I might change, like, workout or something. But Dude, it's like, I'm sleeping I'm in this so shirt again. You don't change your shit at all. I'm so bad at all, with jeans, but bro. With Dude, jeans. jeans I'll wear for, like, three weeks straight. I'll just be like, these things are rugged. <laughs> They're Wrangler jeans, bro. These things can take some abuse. Well, that's kind of what <laughs> denim was made for, right? Like, denim is so, you can just abuse the fuck out of denim, basically. Yeah, yeah you can do anything in that shit. It's comfortable. Looks pretty good, and man, I'm not trying to have to. I'm wearing that like every weekend. I'm not trying to have to wash that shit three times a week. 
So yeah, fuck that's it, super fuck true. It, bro. I laundry is one hundred percent my least favorite thing to do in terms of <laughs> chores and adulting in general. Dude, it's such an investment of time. It's like you put one thing in the washer, you have four hours yeah. until it is done, dried, and folded. Yeah. Did you guys, Dude, folding did you guys learn? Is, uh, yeah, that's... you just worst. staring at you, bro. You put it in the laundry basket, and it's like... God damn, yeah. It's like when you unpack from vacation, it's like, I'm just not trying to do that, man. I'll pick away yeah. at it until it, like... <laughs> just the really fun is out. over. Yeah, it's, it's done. Years, like, bro. why do I have to do it more? Like, this should be <laughs> it. Dude, were, you guys, were you guys taught growing up that you had to, like, separate your laundry out into, like, different colors Ashley does shit? that. I never Definitely. do that. I never what? do that. Is there I any... Is there any... It. I don't do it either. I don't, <laughs> what? what, what never. Is the Are you guys kidding me? You I've never, never done that. I don't bleach anything. I have so only like, ever done that. That is mind-blowing why? to me. You can watch everything together. It makes no difference. <laughs> it just feels scary to me. I don't know. It feels scary. <laughs> it's riskier. It's just way riskier. I just feel like I'm going to put two things in together that shouldn't be together, and all of a sudden like the shirt I like is it's like gonna... a light pink. <laughs> I don't want that. To yeah, be I like just wash me. everything bro, cold. It's like, it's bro. like buying a new cold. shirt. Just bro. wash it cold. <laughs> Shit don't bleed if you wash it cold. That's what I was taught. And it's worked ever since, man. I don't know. I've only done it Dude, one I've way. I've washed. I've washed so much shit hot, bro. It still doesn't bleed over. Like <laughs> that's risky. Dude, See, that's know, risky. Man. That's balls. You, I, I mean, you guys have definitely pressure tested this for me, but I will continue to split up. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I'll take your my word colors. For it. Yeah, Ashley does. So, Lou, what do you do? Do you just do blacks or like darks and whites? She does reds too. She does darks, whites, reds. Ooh, see, that's way too much for me. I just do blacks. <laughs> just one extra is always just I like, do like, no way. There's Can't tears of dedication. I do blacks with like dark grays and then light or whites with like light grays. And that's it. Interesting. That's the only two difference. Do, but do you like, do you bleach shit? Like, do you bleach your white shit? No. I think that's like supposed to be the point of like splitting your colors up, right? Like, I feel like that's the reason that you do no, it. No, I Which think like is point, fair. I think the point of splitting them up is like that it, if it does bleed, like I'll put red, any color yeah. in with black. And if it bleeds onto black, it's not an issue whatsoever. You won't notice it. But if that shit bleeds into white, yeah, that's the point. I've been doing my I've been doing my own laundry for like six years now, and I just have never seen that happen. I've never like pulled out a white shirt and be like, oh shit, this is now a, a shade of red. Like this is pink or something. Like it, I've just never seen that happen. So. Well, you must be a laundry genius. Yeah, way to go, man. To immediate. I actually literally have a, a sheet in over there. Since you can all see, thanks for listening. In. You can all see I'm pointing over there. There's a pink sheet because I put it in with the wrong shit. There one you time. go. Um, you just suck, bro. Just get better. Oh, just God. do that shit better. I hate bro. being adult. But I mean, aside from the prices and like just the duties of like keeping your essentials ready to go, I also hate having like facing the fact that I have to feed myself at all times of the day, all the time. Like I feel like a, a majority of my day is spent like. Hmm. What do I eat next in three hours, dude? Hmm. I try to minimize that as much as fucking possible. I just pre-make everything at the beginning of the week. Yeah, that's a really good idea. That's a really good habit to be in. That takes a lot of discipline, bro. Especially on like a Sunday like this when it's just like I've been sitting around watching Netflix all day. If I don't have to work or something, like I don't know. To me, it takes it. To me, it takes less discipline because like making your food every single day is like. Like Lou, I was saying, like just a task, and it's like I'd rather it just already be decided and like ready to go. And yeah, so that's I, true. I don't want to like a yeah. worthwhile investment. I like fresh stuff though. Like I'm trying to make my dinner fresh. Like you know, I'm not trying what, to. Heat you don't it up. think my five day re-microwaved chicken breast isn't fresh, bro? No, great. Not, not if I have you eat cold I, soup <laughs> out of the can. Yeah, I'm not I trying can't to not take your advice here. <laughs> I ain't about Dude, it. It's, I'm just saying, bro. I feel like I eat decently healthy. Yeah, I re-microwave like 80% of my meals, but... I mean, that's, that's like, responsible. I'm glad you're doing that. That's very, like, time-conscious, too. But I don't know. It's I, We've talked about doing that more and more. I like to make these um for breakfast. We call them egg cupcakes, bro. It's basically just, like, a quiche. It's like a quiche. You just mix, oh, wait, you just wait, mix yeah. up, like, eggs, and you can put whatever the fuck you want in it. Sausage, Dude, or, like, we put potatoes and spinach like and peppers and... Onions and like you whatever just the fuck bake you want them in there. like yeah. a muffin tray. Yeah, and you just put them in there for like I don't know twenty minutes, and Dude, yeah, and you heat those good. up. Yeah, they're very good. Mm. I used to bring them to school all the time. It's really nice. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you can just time. throw those just in like a before. plastic bag and just bounce. Yeah, I think what you can do is you can take some like pie crust and you can like put it in the cupcake like hole with pie crust yeah. and like put some. I'm just like trying to remember like how my mom would make that shit. I've seen that like, too. Yeah, she put she would put like little 
like chunks of ham in there. Yep. She would put like spinach in yep. there. It was like a green mm. one. It looked like something off of a yeah. Rugrats, dude. I was like, <laughs> but oh. it was good. My mom would so kind of make that too. She she calls it breakfast casserole, but yeah. it's basically just a large one of that. Yeah, not like already split Shit's up or fire, anything. Dude. It's oh, man, rarely ever misses. Rarely ever right misses. Now. Yeah, but that's Damn, what I mean. Is like that's I like doing that in the mornings, but I don't know if I could do that for all my meals, dude. I don't know if I'm trying to reheat everything throughout the week. It it gets tough near the end of the week because like, bro, you gotta chew that chicken for like ninety yeah. seconds per hmm, bite. What's for dinner tonight? Uh, oh, chicken and rice yeah. again. <laughs> I well, I'm usually pretty. I always eat dinner super fucking late, like ten p.m. Jeez. So I'm always like really hungry. So it's like <laughs> you don't it's care. always pretty appetite. And I put a bunch of cheese on that shit. I got some mixed vegetables, some beans, some rice. Put some cheese on that shit. It's, it's just a. a gobble goo of all the nutrients that you need at 10 p.m. at night. <laughs> I like to think that's what it is. What a testament to being adult. Let's rap about yeah. it. Keeping yourself afloat. Let's rap about it. <laughs> Staying uh, above water. Uh, a testament to being an adult. You might fuck up, but yo, it's not your fault. You ain't no better. You just in the beginning. But there's no promise if you will be winning. You gotta do your laundry. Do you separate? You gotta make food, do you want it fresh or out of the refrigerator, you warm it up, yo, but this shit I'm not warming up to. Oh shit, real sad, give me a hug, god damn, that's a $400 rug, <laughs> don't think I'm trying to buy it bro, just get the cover clean, man, you know what I mean, I think you can't relate, if you just try and listen, yeah, you got to make your room fucking glisten, with good decor, like a motherfucking plant, yeah, but right now, I just can't. Uh, I spilled some beans and shit. I'm like, what am I gonna clean it with? Like, I ain't got no chlor. <laughs> Don't make me laugh, bro. I had to rhyme. <laughs> Damn, alright. I had for the rhyme. I'm going again. I'm going again. Hey, here, here's your eight bar. Here's your eight bar. Uh, yo, I done spilled some beans and shit. I'm like, what am I gonna clean it with? I look underneath, there's no Clorox wipes. I'm like, man, that shit ain't getting cleaned up tonight. What am I gonna do? A paper towel is wet? Yo, that's some shit I regret to fucking learn and try. It ain't brawny, it's motherfucking something else. Yo, but that was a bad fucking reference. Why, <laughs> why have something new? <laughs> why have something new? Why have something fresh? Yeah, this a topic I gotta address just <laughs> Pre-make your food, yeah, just save it for later Just pull it out the microwave Put some barbecue sauce on that bitch And then sprinkle some cheese all over that shit Uh, I'm getting up late, but it's okay For breakfast I got egg cupcakes Just a little bit of fucking potatoes and fucking spinach Yeah, then I put it right in this fucking belly And I get about the day with a full stomach I'm feeling at the top of my peak, I won't plummet But yo, I gotta do my laundry like after school And now I'm like, damn, growing up up, that shit's foolish. Damn, blowing on a yayo. Might just grab me a motherfucking ego. Like back in middle school, yeah, I was putting the butter. Spidering that shit, yeah, you know I would smother. With a little syrup, maybe just a lot. Ooh, shit, gonna give me a fucking blood clot. But I still be eating it up to this day. A nice, good breakfast, that's the fucking way. Mm. Eating dinner at 10 p.m. Yo, this shit is too late, man. I gotta do it at like fucking seven or eight. I make it fresh and that shit tastes great. I fucking promise you, just diversify. The shit is the spice of life. You better spice your night up by making something vegetarian tacos or some shit. We made that the other shit and that shit goes hard. You got a motherfucking wife, I ain't living that life, bro. You got someone to cook with you. Do that shit in the kitchen. Be whipping up the different meals, man. That's a wrap up, man. But I still eat that shit. It's less. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, but that was your thing. That's so funny. It's <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, that might that might have to go in the Haikyuu Hall of Fame of of bars. The bar we, of fame. We blew through like five bars just, <laughs> just laughing. <laughs> how how do you think how do you think rappers keep keep their shit together when they're actually any musician keeps their shit together like that when they're in the studio because they probably do I mean, it all some, the time. Some shit has me dying when I listen to a song. Like I know they did not spit. That was not the first take. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Dude, I think I honestly think that. You know, once you get the inertia going, like, 
Because that was at the beginning of that bar. Like, yeah. we were just, like, not ready. But, like, when you had... <laughs> we were not ready for the fucking... <laughs> Beans on the rug. Spilled some beans. <laughs> it didn't necessarily mean on the rug. It just beans. I just spilled the beans. But I got. I got to clean. I think before the show, Lou, I was like, a part of it is learning. Like, you ain't got Clorox wipes, man. What the fuck are you going clean with? Like, that's, <laughs> you better have Clorox wipes. Dude, that I'm trying to think back of like the first person that I heard freestyle. Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it was that riffraff fucking video. I don't know if I saw anything earlier than that. Maybe like childish Gambino, like a true like, freestyle. You're talking about, yeah, yeah. It's not something like made up. Yeah. You know, I feel like I saw that happening way more with just like at school, like with people. You know what I mean? Or like on the weekends. I feel like I wasn't totally watching videos of people freestyling before. Just the homies were just freestyling. <laughs> you know, that's fat. No, I think that's true. Cause like that, yeah, that riffraff video was like. You know, I was I was in college when I saw that, but we started freestyling before then, so I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to think back if I remember seeing like like fucking you know like that 2000 shit like Drake rapping or something. Yeah. Or like Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne probably is um, the best like example of that because his bars are gooning, Dude, bro. And he, like there's gonna be so many times where he's about to just bust out laughing. Well, his, but he just <laughs> slides through. Yeah, his his biggest thing too is like, bro. He says he doesn't write nothing down, so I assume everything off like his his big mixtape phase is like mostly freestyle, which is absurd to me. That's that shit so is good, that's why it is bro. gooning, bro. It's hilarious, and it's like and all over love, the place. It's so it's great. He's he's masterful. I would love to fucking know like what the strategy is behind some of that stuff, or if there is it even a strategy at all, because I could imagine that he just gets in there and he's like yo i've got the studio for the next seven or eight hours and just goes and there and then his producer's like all right great i have eight hours of shit to click back yeah. to. fuck me but like he's probably just in there spitting until one lands and they're like all right let's earmark that yeah let's earmark absolutely that and keep it pushing absolutely we've talked about that too like in our even before we started recording anything where grant and i were just like yo let's just do it for like two hours and see what we like and write down the bars we like and then we could write a song or some shit like they probably do yeah. that all the time dude we yeah. did yeah we did get that idea i don't think we ever executed that no. but we're i yeah i the don't follow know through never, is not always there <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know i've i've always freestyling it's just like it's so much better because you don't have to like prepare for it at all like you can just like go into it but like doing that would take like some coordination and preparation between us two so yeah i don't know man maybe one of these days we'll fucking do it <laughs> maybe one of these days i do think i do think we're able to see kind of nowadays those rappers i mean i guess within our generation who started from a freestyling background you know and those rappers who kind of started from like you know a, a lyrically heavy uh with a distinct producer kind of vibe to it mm -hmm. you know background because Jay Cole is a hot topic right now. We'll get into him on the next episode. Teaser. Mm. Um, Tee. But, you know, Cole can, Cole can hop in the booth and just freestyle. And he'll be looking all over the room. You can tell it's just off the dome type of stuff that he loves. Shout out off the dome. Come on the show. And, ah. like, he just loves to do that stuff and is great at it. And, you know, if you watch Five Fingers of Death on YouTube, you'll see all these rappers come on and just be able to do that. But I think that there is a difference when you lean into, you know, some other type of rap that is very lyrically heavy and and it plotted i guess that that type of like um characteristic that you think you can observe in like rappers like you know that that homie like works on freestyling like that's just like part of their routine for like their art like for their job like i would say like good examples of that would be uh childish gambino and chance like they both like lyrically in their songs like you can just tell, like, this dude had to just be throwing rhymes around all day and all night to, like, come up with shit that clever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think about that, too. Like, I think funny rap is, like, some of the most... If it's quotable, and I feel like the funny rap is, like, that's what makes Kanye... Off the Dome made this point one time where it's, like, Kanye might not have, like, the best lyrical shit, but it's, it's so memorable. Like... Mm. I know I went to college and dropped out of school quick. I always had a PhD, a pretty huge a pretty dick. Huge like dick. that shit is hilarious. <laughs> like it's not the most like woke or whatever, socially conscious or but it's not like I mean it is kind of raunchy Dude, I guess, but it's all, not like overly obscene. And it's Ye. just funny. It's just great. What, what was the one? What was the one bar he had? Because uh, you're so right. What the one I bar he had where he's like, yes, yes. Two things at once. <laughs> yeah, and then there's one that's like me. 
me and my black balls. Yes, uh, from gorgeous, from gorgeous. Yeah, from gorgeous, um, from gorgeous. Like he does, just he spits out that my shit. Ass, and you're like, X bro, and no, kiss the ring while I gotta do my thing while I got it. Blah blah. blah. He goes down. And he's like, yeah. For anybody trying to blackball me, forgot about two things: my black balls. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> and your booty is what got me yes. my balls. Yes. <laughs> great. It is great. Oh shit, that is great. I just saw a video. I just saw a video of of Ye saying that he is the most genius creative human being ever to walk oh dude, i mean he's been saying that for a while i feel like about himself like he just fucking believes that shit man yeah i mean is that part of being it right that's, that's what i'm saying bi- that's if his he bipolar if he doesn't shit. say it who's gonna it's say it though power. i guess it's probably what his mindset is like yeah he feels like he really is he's like who else gonna say that if i don't say it so i can see that that's what I, the fife fife dog had a line too that was like if i if i don't say i'm the best tell me who the hell will or something like that which I, fuck I mean, with, you, I get that. You see that coming out a lot now. Everybody says like, that shit. I don't mean nowadays, yeah, but everybody's kind of spitting that shit. But I, I don't know. Even Drake on some of his latest stuff is just he's saying like, now I can officially say I'm the goat. I'm top five. Like he's got this voicemail from Diddy that's like, yo, you're top five, a hundred percent. Like lock it in, no doubt. And it feels like some people are like, all right, let me inch my way there. Like, yay, Drake. And some people are just like, yo, I'm in the game and, and I'm the best that's ever been in this game type of shit. Dude, I feel like that, that got taken and like making into a joke. You guys know that video with Kanye and Kobe Bryant? Yes. Where he's like he's like talking to him that on the stage. fake commercial. Yeah. He's like, more records. <laughs> How many records can my records break? More, more. Records. He's <laughs> like, you like, gotta be are you, a, the, are you the same animal, but a new beast or something. What the yeah, fuck does like, that mean, Kobe? Kobe, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, that's yeah. He's but like, like that's how Kanye <laughs> talks about himself. Like he's literally just like, I'm the bet. Like I don't know. I thought it was a fucking hilarious way to like play on. Yeah. That. Oh yeah. I kind of love that energy though. He just he exudes that and oh. 100 percent who's I mean, gonna say no i mean honestly I, we've reiterated this point a few times on on this show is like creativity is the eye of the beholder you know for the most part it's just put art out into the world and who's to judge it against any other art but he's done some pretty fucking crazy shit that is awesome dude a lot of dude, like you know what? maybe the best rap album ever i, I won't put Ooh, my stake in the ground on that. Kanye? are you saying kanye i'm talking I'm talking might, Dark Twisted Fantasy. It's up there. I might say Forest Hills. It's up, there. it's up there. It's up there. I might say Forest Hills. And that's not or, just me um, saying that, Good truly. Kid, like, City. Good Kid, Mad City. Good brilliant. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is not my personal favorite Kanye album, but I think it is undoubtedly his best album. And it is, it's one of like the most, I'd say groundbreaking, I'd say like theatrical, I'd say just the way too that he went about it after listening like and doing more research on it like the collaboration that was there bro all the lights has like 15 people singing on it but you would never know mm-hmm. like 15 mm-hmm. people singing on it. like the like the thematic like through lines are fucking awesome like everything is so well coordinated he had people there like i don't know anything in anything that goes into that kind of work like i'm sure good kid mad city had that same thing i just know a beautiful dark twist fantasy and it's like this big like hard rap but also like such you know beautiful like orchestrated sounds it's just it's it's amazing yeah you're right it is a lot it is a lot of like um i don't know i guess i want to just say like big band shit like he's got horns and all the lights like it's i love when that's like effectively integrated into like any type of music yeah and and when it came out it felt like it was kind of pushing I don't know, pushing the line a little bit, you know, like it was really bringing rap to another, not rap in general to another level, but it was like, this is what an album can be. Like, oh yeah, here is, here is pushing the ceiling up, you know, a few stories. Like, here's another way to do it. I just saw an interview uh, with Mike Dean, who was like the, yes. the EP, EP on there. And he, and he was on first almost every they song. Asked him, he was a producer on almost every song. Exactly. The first question they asked him in the interview was like, when you guys, when you and Ye were making Dark Twisted Fantasy, did you know that you were creating one of the best rap albums ever? And he was like, he was smoking a cigar and he was like, <laughs> yep. And I was like, damn, I mean, go ahead, man, because sometimes you just know, I guess. Dude, that, that reminds me just like the sheer like intensity of that album. Oh, yeah. Um, power. Yes. Power. Mm. I remember I was in um, Horseshoe, Buckeye Stadium football. <laughs> and Season that four. song came on, that song came on during like, a timeout before some like crucial ass play and like the entire stadium like 80,000 plus people were just in like that like fucking main chant like oh hey yeah, and hmm. everybody was like fucking jumping up and down like it was one of the like most intense 
shit I've ever Dude, seen. Dude, but even that's life. what I'm saying. Even like that song, it's when you bring up a good kid Mad City, it reminds me of that too. It's like the best, like most radio heavy songs with that, the singles, the ones that really like made it like mainstream. Swimming pools. Oh Those my are so God, yeah, dude. it's such from like a dark place. So like power is about him committing yeah. suicide. Like basically, yeah. like power gets yeah. to his head and he can't control his own power. And like, why the fuck do I have power and takes his own life? And yeah, good kid Mad City, yeah, swimming pools is about fucking drowning your sorrows in alcohol. Drowning like, your sorrows. And you know, I don't know. It's it's crazy how that works, I guess. And it's wild to think that it, like I don't know how you approach something. Kanye did obviously but say like this is going to be a masterpiece like how do you approach something and be like I feel like that's ill intention in a way but it fucking worked I don't know maybe it's just a feeling I guess you know you hear you hear a lot of the time like how do you know when yeah, this photograph is done like how do you know when that's yeah. it like how do you know when this painting is done you just know yeah that's crazy and I mean it, you layer that on top of the fact that, that Ye is he has all of the trust and confidence in himself so if a motherfucker is going to ask, yay, is this some of the hardest shit that's ever been put out there? He's going to, without a doubt, say, of course. Yeah. But Dude, like, I, I, there, and there's so many elements that, like, I think he was referencing in his own mind when he answers that. Because, like, he knows how meticulous he worked on each song. Like, it, talking about power reminded me, because you said it was about him, like, committing suicide. Like, such a subtle element of that song is when it's, like... Yes. Going exactly to the outro part, and it's like I have the power to make your life so exciting, and mm-hmm. it keeps it keeps repeating so exciting that it sounds like suicide, 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 and then it goes, what a beautiful yeah. death jumping out the window. I was like, holy shit, yeah. dude! Like, that's a that's just such a fine detail that I didn't even notice it for like ten years after the song came out. Yeah, dude. If you're in, the- go ahead, go ahead. Well, and it's just in the way, like, I was just kind of humming that song to myself, like, in the way he he brings that to life, and artists really do a great job of, like, bringing shit to life in a way you wouldn't expect. Like, the tone and the key where he's, like, jumping out the window, like, you just wouldn't imagine that with with committing suicide, and especially something as, like, deep and dark as jumping out the window. I think think Swimming by uh, Mac does something very similar, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it's this entire, entire allusion to swimming away from your sorrows yeah. and your deepest troubles or drowning or like treading water all these metaphors yeah for this yeah i get, I get what you're saying Dude, yeah and I'll, it's I'll, not the way you would expect right. someone to be talking about depression and suicide and, and struggles like that Dude, all this kanye talk um y'all want to run flashing lights instrumental sure why not yeah, yeah that's, the fuck uh, not. that's a good I love song. i love that so, graduate so i said my beautiful dark just fantasy is the best one i think graduation is my favorite one Totally graduation we grew up so on graduation, graduation was excellent it was great and yeah. that's what you talk about too like when you say like oh this is a new kind of rap it kind of was because kanye and 50 cent went like head to head or they released their album on the same day and kanye's outsold 50 so it was like ooh, gangster rap man going by the mm. wayside here's kanye mm. yeah outsold 50 Goddamn, he did that shit all before 50 shit kind of nifty shit kind of swifty Moving around, yeah, he juking them swiftly. I've never heard shit like this before. That's what I was thinking when I was 14. Back in high school, living my dreams, trying to find the way to do the right thing, but I didn't know. Had to find my flow every day, a run and go, figuring out till graduation. Yeah, now I have relation. Uh, Kanye makes sounds groundbreaking Yeah, just to listen to sounds he making Man, motherfucking dark fantasy That twisted shit inside of me I don't know It had my mind going with the flow I was like, okay, yay, go This shit is better than okay, yo This shit is 10 out of 10 A perfect score Shit we will adore For another 10 years And it came out on my motherfucking birthday That shit's Ooh. the best day Yeah, it did My beautiful dark twisted fantasy Is what rap should be and can be Ooh, twisted fantasy i don't know if we can agree that good kid mad city is not up there with the committee of judges that we making our assumptions yeah we just say it don't think nothing of it but that's worth our consideration think about how he was racing around the track in the all the peer pressure yeah mm. driving out under pressure Running from the cops, goddamn, you know that shit will never stop. Being number one in my mind, I decided, yeah, every night when I be riding, always confiding in shit he's saying. 
Kendrick Lamar the best, I'm just saying. Ooh, good K Mad City, his revolution from K Dot to Kendrick. Yes, and this shit was so theatrical, man. Everything he penned is the best shit I ever heard. That story's so dope. Yeah, think about how did he cope with growing up in Compton and Bloods and Crips on all that shit. That would make me nervous if I was living there, man. I don't know how he got through it. Motherfucker, he made music and now he preaching to his community how to get out. Yo, he went the best route and that's what To Pimp a Butterfly's about. Oh. Riding this shit, call that shit a bike, that's Lil Wayne, yeah, I rap like him, saying lots of rhymes and similes, yeah, he's comparing two things that agree, it's honestly motherfucking genius, yeah, he's got my mind sitting on Venus, yeah, thinking about how he rhymed this with that, ooh, I knew I was motivated, yeah, and now me and Blake, we be saying shit like he did, hoping we should just be writing that shit. Mm, these are works of art we can't be skimming Yeah, look at an album like swimming A lot of different moods, a lot of different theories Shifted around, that shit is real nearly perfect Man, it's emotional and gooning Yo, we tuned in, we consume it After he's dead, it means a whole lot more Man, I wish he had more, that shit was in store R.I.P. to Mac Miller R.I.P. fucking P. This was a um, some car like some fade out, some dude. car company used this for in the background music of them just like driving That's like absurd. in a mountains or something. Not no, with the I think they Grand doesn't fuck with that at all. Keep your hands off my music, Grand. Brand. Doesn't fuck with that at all. You know, I bet it's incredibly satisfying to be able to pour out all of those heavy emotions that we were just talking about, like Mac, Yay, K Dot like just pouring their shit out onto these tracks and the ability for them to also be able to like call that work, you know, and call that their craft. Because oh, I feel yeah. like, you know, on the other side of that realm, we all face daily struggles, even if you're not in the creative realm, like of trying to decompress, like turning turning your job off, turning like, you know, some of those passions that are that pay the bills off and being able to just separate yourself. Have you guys have you guys had any new tactics leaning into that? Like how how do you adjust that? Because it feels like you know, Mac and them can can really begin to do that at a high level through their craft. It's almost like kind of two for one a little bit. And sure, it weighs on them. And we see things like R.I.P. Amy Winehouse, um, yeah. R.I.P. Kurt Cobain, like where it really just starts to dig in. But it also feels like it's just, you know, rap, rap really amazing for them. I mean, yeah, I mean, rap really makes me <clears throat> feel... Um, Kind of, I don't know. It makes me feel a lot of different ways, but I really like thinking about, you know, relating my, like, best version of myself to, like, that same attitude that, like, Kanye exudes, like, and then they made that song, I wanna be like Kanye, but, like, really, like, this dude, this dude, like, he has lines, like, for me, giving up is way harder than trying, like, I fucking, I, dude, like, I will take that shit to the grave, like, that's something that, like, when I don't feel like working, or when I don't feel like getting through some sort of obstacle, it's like, nah, that's fucking right, like, if I give up on this, I'm gonna fucking, like, hate myself way more than any amount of, like, struggle I might go through getting this done, so. I think, I think a lot of the appeal of, like, Recovery, too, by Eminem when that came out was, like, obviously, he's a great rapper, and everyone, like, missed that, or he was, like, but now he was, like, I'm fucking, you know, coming back, like, I made this comeback, like, everybody can, Mm -hmm. people can fucking feel that, like, even, like, 13-year-old me was, like, vibing to that shit, I was, like, (laughs) you know, I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to just work hard, like, I'm working hard to do, you know, I I remember Grant saying that, too, where we, we used to talk about, like, our favorite rappers, I remember Grant at one point was, like, dude, there were times where it was, like, I needed that Eminem, like, mindset to really keep, like, moving, and I I fucked with that, hardcore. that's, that's still, dude, that's still, I mean, going back to what you just asked about Lou in terms of like what are your strategies to like get shit done like dude I have to have my music like yeah. car rides like at the gym like I, I have to bump I have to like tap into that mentality that is exuded from those songs and like I don't know what I would do without it like I, if I did not have like the ability to like listen to music like that like I don't know if I'd be able to fucking motivate myself like I did Music is incredible like that, and I'm sure a ton of people, most people, feel you know a similar way. And it's it's funny because over time you start to like, especially if you you've got Spotify, you've got Apple Music like on your phone and stuff. You're start you're making playlists that, and you're labeling them by moods. 
mm-hmm. you're making playlists and you're labeling them by like you know things you want to get done like personally whenever I really dive into like a, a fresh batch of photos or something I've got like a playlist that's perfect to just throw in vibe that's out dope. and I allow me that. to like really really get into a flow with that stuff and, and that's only very slightly like scratching the surface of the ways music can like I don't know like bring you to your best self I guess in a way I don't know because I feel like in these you know present times just like the way that things work like a lot of parts of your life are very like compartmentalized so there's just a lot of times where you just have to transition and you know Mm -hmm. whether it's transitioning into like a nostalgic moment or transitioning into an ass kicking for the day that you have ahead of you like music is just good for like catalyzing that and making that more seamless and easier and why do you guys fuck with rap for that? Like, why is it, why is that rap for you guys when it comes to that? Like, motivating or if it's just even just occupying your time, like you said, like car rides. Like, even if that's just a time to unwind, like, why you still listen to rap? You know, because I know we do. Yeah, yeah, I, that's such a layered answer. You know, because it definitely, I think at the top, it definitely connects the things that get rapped about connect with me on a much deeper level than than other genres like lyrical topics and ways of like creating music connect with me like rap is grungy you know uh, uh, at its core you know it's kind of like it, it anti-system at its core mm-hmm, and now yeah. it's uh, over time it's obviously split you know a ton of different ways which is great it's it, the genesis Expansion, of rap yeah. it, it has expanded now and it's caused a ripple effect which is incredible but like the, you know the real root of rap and the ability to like express yourself in a way that everybody may not agree with or fuck with to me is so inspiring like just being able to be your you know most fucking genuine self on an album and then you go ahead and make that shit sound dope as fuck sound hard it gets you hyped as fuck and it just also on top of that just relates to a lot of the things i like to do rap really fits into like kind of you know being social at at nighttime and on the weekends and yeah rap really relates to kind of like locking in and grinding and, and and diving into a process um and and I think that the, that's why I just gravitate to that stuff and just I fucking love rap for I sure just love listening to yeah. that yeah what about you Blake yeah I was gonna say I mean going back to like when you said how do you how do you kind of decompress like there's been you know when J. Cole wrote Neighbors for example I think that actually happened to him where it was like yeah but he was mm-hmm. like so he was like I couldn't do nothing so I just fucking wrote a song about them like that was his outlet yeah. for that kind of shit yeah. like and Kendrick's yeah. talked about that too like what if I was toting guns instead of writing songs like what if you know and I like that I like that you can channel you know, we'll talk more about J. Cole, but J. Cole is it's like truly like it, it, it's literally poetry. Like Ken, some of Kendrick stuff is literally like spoken word poetry over just music. Like, mm-hmm. and I think, and I've always liked that. I know if you've listened to this show, you know that I enjoy like writing that stuff. You know, I'm talking about these thematic things. I love like learning that kind of shit. Like that's what does it for me too. And all the moods that are able to be hit when it comes to just specific rap songs and, and beats, and you can tailor it however you want to. It, it, and I, I really fuck with that. It's and it's almost like a conversation with yourself when you're able to like relate to those emotions because it's what you feel but stated in a different way. Yeah. And it's usually more unique because like they're an artist. Like that's what they do. Like that's the talent that they have, you know, and the time that they put into <laughs> it. And being able to like relate to something that's, you know, you're able to just play out of your pocket, like that is just you know, that is something to have on deck yeah and um be able to tap into there's also it seems like each of us are are leaning into rap i mean i know we are but through even through just this you know shorter conversation i think people are getting the vibe that we are all kind of leaning into r&b rap mm-hmm. and a little bit more soul type stuff and and i would love to hear from people we would all love to hear from people um dm us on instagram like what attracts you to your favorite type of uh, genres of music like what really gets you in the flows you need what really resonates and connects with you like what's that first click um where you feel that song hitting you because it's different for everyone you know for one of the things that rap does so well to me in comparison to other genres is like it it kind of skips the complaint phase you know like you don't hear a lot of rap that's like life's so tough uh I, i really wish it wasn't this tough and I really needed to stop being tough. Rap's like, I'm going to come in and fuck this game up because life is like kicking the shit out of me right now. I got nothing to lose. I have nowhere else to turn. Yeah, yeah, and I've got nothing else to lose right now. So I'm going to come in and turn this shit on its head and do me. And I just, I fuck with that. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I do too. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I, I mean, it's just interesting because I've seen my 
uh, affinity for music and different genres of music. Like, rap and, like, hip-hop was the first genre that I ever started listening to. But, like, I've, I've gotten a lot more into, like, electronic music and, like, EDM. And I think the reason is because I love, like, rap beats so mm-hmm. much. Like, I can... If a beat's really good on a song, like, that can be a good song to me. Oh, yeah. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be super lyrical. And, like... I mean, listening to, like, electronic music and, like, drop music is, like, just a hyper-focus on, like, the beat elements of, like... Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's pretty much all I, I got. It, it, it's how it, it's, I guess that's how it just influenced my music over time and, like, what I like listening to. Has, has getting older influenced, like, the way you guys appreciate music at all? And, I'll, uh, like, personally, it really has, because when I think about rap and when I think about other genres and like the literal creation of the music, like as I've gotten older, I've started to realize what actually goes into that. You know, like you have to go into a studio most of this time and and you want the people you really fuck with and that's going to make your craft better in the studio with you when you're creating a rap album and a project and stuff. And to me, I just really, I really resonate with that stuff. The more you realize that like what goes into this stuff um, and how it comes out, like I, I really fuck with like just being in a dark studio. I fuck with having all your boys in there, you, you know, like the people you need around you. I fuck with like, I don't know, it, ch- genuine, like authentic arguments between you and the people you're trying to create yeah. with. Like you get, you get some of that real rawness out of life from the, the production of rap. And that also really resonates to me. And I'm, I'm not in tune with how that might come to fruition for maybe country music or alternative or et cetera. Maybe it's yeah, similar, but right. for rap, I do know that you get in the studio and you go fucking hard and you want the best thing to come out of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's an art, yeah, man. Bro. It really is. I don't think people appreciate it enough for the actual art form that it is. I think like, especially somebody like Kanye, like, oh, he's an asshole. Like, oh. He, he's mentally ill, bro. He's got some problems. And I'm not saying that all of his behavior is justified because of that. But, like, it's worth it to recognize that. And this dude creates some motherfucking art, okay? Like, something something worth listening to regardless of who you are. And I don't yeah. think enough people grasp that. And that's just because, you know, we know that because we listen to so much rap. Cause we and there's it. art like that across genres. You know, yeah. There's art that should be appreciated no matter what it's labeled as. For sure. I think uh, someone we forgot to mention, uh, Wiz Khalifa, bro. One of the one of the first that we was token up to back in the day when we got together and would just spray together with the beat that we would press play and smoke of that good Mary J. Lay back, I remember listening to the last mm. of the songs like Fake Sale on Blast every night that we had to push up like a kite. Ooh. Every single time I think we might uh, You telling me the first time you smoked vapors You was listening to some rolling papers It's like it was meant to be Yo, we young, wild, and free I'll be wearing black and yellow And I'm smoking the green Yo, back that ass up Yo, let's bounce We gon' blast this shit All through the motherfucking house Whether it's a party or it's a business meeting I'm still beating this beat With motherfucking rap shit And never tweaking the first time I was driving, I was listening to cameras off the shit. I will get the stamina when I put it on repeat. Listening to the shit, it's my jam and I'm running on my feet. I appreciate these rhymes because they're super dope. And I appreciate these vibes because they make me want to float. I remember listening to Floats by Mac Miller. That shit has Blizz Khalifa on it, it's killer. They got a couple songs together and they always good. Should listen to that shit. I wish you would, cause you gotta be able to just get up on the level. And when you fucking listen in the bass and the treble, uh uh. Ooh, you gotta bang the bass though. Yes, that's how you make the fucking payroll. Talking about EDM and those women and men, they making the shit that go wham, 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 or some random ass shit. I don't know, it's better than that. But to me, nothing is better than rap. Motherfucker, you know that. You hear us talk about it in our life, yeah. Yo, there ain't no doubt about it. I can't live without it. Uh, robots having sex <laughs> oh wait shit that's just some dubstep they be playing it sound like a computer has a virus god damn what's happening look me in my iris i'll be rolling on some molly because i'm going to the rave yeah every day i don't try to save any moments for the future i'm always in the present and my life is good isn't that shit evident mm. 
Yes it is, yes it is Yo, I be on the rap beat Going dumb like the president Not, not, not now Not the one currently I stole that shit from Anderson Pack G Uh, that shit is funny I'ma shout out that dude Yes, I hope he dropped this summer He was mad rude Dropping one song that was banging And never planning I'm just kidding It's gonna come around and be jamming Kanye way S put it out I'm buying To me giving up is way harder than trying uh. I be living my life man I swear I ain't lying And I'm following that vibe And I'm just prying the game loose Just trying to get loose Like I'm drinking the goose Yeah, I take a noose And I tie up all my doubts Put them fucking down Look at my ass I'm wearing the crown mm. We talking about listen to country or some shit. I don't know how to get munchies and get high and listen to that. It's not the vibe, dude. Yo, I need something that's 90 fucking times through that. The 90 BPM. I get over that shit and go fucking hem a ham. Hard as a motherfucker, man. You know where I am and I always got rap on the jam. Man, country artists. They singing about what the fuck Like oh my girl, my shotgun and my truck They just be Damn. saying random shit I don't fuck with it Cause I don't live in fucking public farms And fucking cornfields Bitch, I got arms cause I'm fucking lifting Shit, I know I'm gifted Like the real Slim I'm ripping around the track I never give it back, just kidding man, that would be whack Cause my boy Blake, his shit always sound great And now sometimes I give, sometimes I take, but Blake Uh, I like what that mean, listen to country music When that beam of light from the sun is on my motherfucking head And I'm drinking something that makes me feel funny in the head Unless I'm playing the game outside or like a grab party I'm never listening to country music, hardly as fucking Context dependent. That's why I ain't run that. I would rather pen this rap music and listen to that some more. I don't want to shit on all country music, man, because there is. I mean, they, people put a lot of time into country music too. I just don't prefer to listen to that for the same messages that I do with rap music. That's all I'm saying. I I I like me a, a decent amount of country music. Yeah, it's very but context it's dependent. Fun, it's just me. fun to shit on. It is. Like, it's easy. Some of the some of the shit that is just so cliche, like it's just so like yeah. you know how we talked about like Migos like putting out a product like it's just so like them putting out products yeah. to fucking rural white America like ugh, I don't know you gotta wade through that and find like the good like drinking music yeah like, the good like that's when I like it yeah. And it doesn't. Ha- I don't know. That, that's a great. That's a great for me with country music too. Is I can't throw it on any time. I feel like I could throw rap on any time. That's what I'm saying. Anywhere you know, but like I'm definitely. You're right. You're so right, Blake. Like I'm definitely not gonna grab the M and M's out of my fridge and then put on a movie and uh, listen to some country music. Yeah. I will not be doing that while I'm high. No. Uh, not my I bad. don't know, man. I don't know, man. When I'm high, I'm like more open-minded about music for sure. So well, I like me a little country right now. I man. am coming at you with uh, the high cue of the day. Um, as we approach this good-feeling summer, people are, are beginning to get vaccinated. It seems like it's going to be a lot safer out there. What What is, when you get back out there and you're throwing ass in the streets, <laughs> what is throwing the one ass. artist that you need you need them to drop this summer so that you can really throw that shit on and, and bang out. That's what I'm saying, bro. I referenced it. Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars, bro. Silk Sonic. Mm, they dropped that one song Sonic. that was silky, bro. It was good. It was. But they, it was. But they, dude, when that they when smooth. they came out with that, they were like, course, oh, we got bro. something. That's a duo. We, they, they said they got something dropping. I just assumed it was an album, I guess. And I was like, oh, shit. And it dropped like two weeks later, but it was just that song. Song is great. Don't get me wrong. I want more. So, like, they're <laughs> supposed to be dropping, I think, soon, right? Like, it's, he's got, it's supposed he's to be coming. He's got the needle, bro. They it's found the vein. Dude, that shit is going to be great. I am looking forward to that so much. That's going to be perfect summer stuff. Dude, that's facts, man. I, I mm, can, Yeah, I, I would say Anderson Pack and Bruno. I mean, Bruno's had some bangers over the days, bro. Like, his voice is just fucking perfect. Yeah, he's a great voice. I've been locked out of heaven. Yeah, dude, for me, and you're like, bro, I do feel like that. (laughs) Thank you, Bruno. (laughs) He's like, damn. How do you know? I didn't know that was a feeling until you just sang it. But 
give me feelings. Bro, I would say Kendrick Lamar, 100%. Yeah. That's an easy answer for me. He's supposed I, to. He's dude, supposed he to. always... Uh, the thing about Kendrick is that, like, he, you know, he always puts out just a fucking masterpiece, like a very well-rounded, like, album. But, like, he does, like, always do a good job of just appealing to, like, just, like, more of, like, a mainstream vibe. Like, I like... I like when artists get deep, but I like when they make catchy music too. Like when a good artist makes like a catchy Dude, song. Dude, that's how you do like it. I, yeah, like Swimming Pools is a great example by him. Like well, that's, DNA, yeah. great example by him. Well, like, think about too, like I just listened to that Dissect season on To Pimp a Butterfly too, and it was like the biggest ones like All Right and I were like mm-hmm. such simple songs that that fit the theme of the album perfectly, but they were radio hits, dude, and that's like what made the yeah, album so like saying. it's perfect. It was a saying. perfect balance. So I, totally, I was just I totally watching a, uh, a documentary on the, the Tupac and Biggie murders, and th- there was a scene in there where uh, Pac was basically telling Biggie like, "Yo, if you really want to take this shit live and make it go crazy, play it on the radio." Throw some shit within that album that will get played out of tune on the radio. I love it when you call me Big Pop. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) You do that, people listen to that shit, and then all of a sudden they know the album and it it carries over. Me personally, I I need some Rocky this summer. Mm. I would really fuck ASAP Rocky. Yes, because it's it's been three years at this point. Testing didn't do it for me. I'll put Mm. it out there. Testing didn't do it for me. So really for me. Like since Long Live, I have been yearning for. Damn, some dude, that was like shit. 2012, wasn't it? Exactly. Damn. No, I think it, I think it might was, have been like yeah, 2015 or something. Oh wow, okay. It's been it's um, been a while. Still. Maybe at long last was 2015, and Long Live was 2012 or something. Dude, I don't ASAP deserves ASAP deserves his own fucking conversation, man. He, he is an incredible artist. He's an so, experimental ass dude, and, yeah. I, and I'm hoping I'm yeah. I'm really hoping that he drops some like. You're just like fuck. Like I needed this, Rocky. Like I didn't know that that you were about to put something out like this, but I needed that. And dude, we all know Drake's dropping. We all know Certified Lover Boy's coming coming to our ears. Dude, Praise the Lord by ASAP Rocky is just one of the best songs. It's fire. The cats, the dogs. The <laughs> yeah, they, they rap so. He like, does. He does a whole verse for those who either don't don't have listen to the song as thoroughly as we do. Whatever. Ha. Uh, we uh. It's it's two syllables per bar, but it makes total sense. It's brilliant. Mm, yeah, I yeah. make the devil go weak. The, the knees, knees. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the knees. And you know he was know probably just saying, in bro. the studio getting jiggy. He was like, "Go weak, the knees." The knees. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he say? Didn't he say he was like tripping acid when he wrote that or something? Just freestyled oh, it. Dude, There's another example. A-Sap he just freestyled Rocky that. Loves acid. Yeah, but Skepta, I think, song was doing about that. It. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Dude, but I mean, but, but it, honestly, he has some of like the most influential songs. Uh, just for me when I was coming up, like PMW, 100%, One Train. One Train I is when I... is such a good dude, song. Dude, that bro. song is so fucking layered and that's when I realized that it doesn't matter how many artists you have on a song, bro. You can still... If you produce that well, you can make that shit bang. <laughs> yeah, that was good. So we need some Rocky, we need some Pac, we need some Kendrick Lamar and we know Drake's coming. Thank you again uh, for spending, you know, another good amount of time uh, with the Goonie Tunes and your boys on High Q. Uh, we're talking about how we're being so overly dramatic about being adults. Yeah. Motherfuckers can't buy Lysol wipes. And I <laughs> promise you I'm not adding this $400 rug to my cart. Um, and people who don't have to deal with that, you know, rappers that, that are getting a lot of bread right now. Um, they are keeping stuff straight in the studio. And, and we were kind of talking about, you know, some of our favorite things about them and, and, and how rap really resonates with us, especially ac- across some music in general, across genres and and how maybe it's just an art form to just like decompress and, and give yourself to that craft. So thank you again for joining us. We hope you enjoyed. Follow at Official on Instagram. And as always, remember, if you're racist, fuck you. Stop listening to our show. Don't DM us. Quit your job. Please.